whenever you're ready, I'm ready. Go for it. Welcome to Creator's Dementia again. <laughs> Welcome to Creator's Dementia. That's the signature move. <laughs> Got it. Mm. Uh, today, uh, anything new going on with you? Tons of shit. So, first off, started at the post office. Did, did some training in Bowling Green. I'm going to love this job. It is, I'm going to be by myself, driving the roads, delivering mail. It is going to be fantastic. I am going to love it. Me time. Yes. Crap. There's a paper downstairs that I was supposed to grab in between the mattress. <laughs> Sugar. Maybe, maybe I'll remember it. We went to a concert. Uh, what was was last it? week? Yeah, the twenty first was that a Friday? Uh, I have no idea. I'm gonna say yes. Well, well, maybe. Yeah. See, now it's time to look at the calendar. That way, I get this right. Uh, yes, it was on a Friday. Okay, so we went to a concert down in Memphis on the twenty first, and it was the uh, from Ashes to New, Three Days Grace, and Shine Down over at the FedEx Forum. Before we got into the FedEx Forum, we stopped off at the Jerry Lee Lewis Bar. <laughs> and there was a bartender there. And she was absolutely amazing. She was very friendly. Uh, she kept conversations going. And, you know, she even listened to the, the type of music that we was going to Memphis, Tennessee to listen to. So she was just an all-around amazing person. Um Sarah is her name. And I told her, because of her awesome customer service and her friendly attitude, that I would present her name and her place of place of business that she works on this podcast. So I'm giving her a shout out here and now. And a bunch of funny stories happened at this bar with this lovely bartender. And I'm pretty sure the wife would not want me to spill too much about it. <laughs> but my friend Corey, his fiance Candace, and then my wife all got drunk at this bar. I did not. I paced myself. I did good. And let's just say the truth comes out when <laughs> alcohol is involved between women. I'll say it that way. But yeah, she was a lovely person, and I thank her very much for her hospitality at the Jerry Lee Lewis bar. It was amazing. And if anybody's ever going down to Memphis, go check it out. It's fantastic. The food alone is amazing. We had the, uh, I think it was like barbecue nachos. It had like pulled pork on it and melted cheese and everything. Oh my goodness. It was great. You know, you're talking about your good, of course, this is a side note from our, what we're talking about. Uh, we went to the Smokies last year. Me, uh, just the family and the boyfriends mm-hmm. of the girls. And we stopped at a restaurant down there. You're just talking about that. Most time, you have a upbeat waitress. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a waitress there. And usually if anybody's having first thing I'll do is ask how, you're, how, you, how are you. Right. You know, because they're always talking to us. You yeah. know, just to break conversation and just trying to get a little rapport going. Yeah. She goes, I've had better. <laughs> I said, well, at least you're able to work, you know. Mm-hmm. And she goes, 
whatever. Rolled her eyes <laughs> and walked off. Wow. That's shit customer service. Uh, and uh, bless her heart, I don't know what issue she is going right. through. And we didn't give her crap over it, but yeah. uh, it was just one of the moments when she would come to the table, it'd be like, refills. <laughs> and I am not exaggerating. No. And it takes a lot for me to... Uh, no personality. No personality. Like I said, I don't know what was going on. But yeah. she just, you know... the. 18, 19 year old, you know, they have a persona that some of them like to give off. Right. You know, just dark and down. And uh, it was like that the entire time. See, that would just be exhausting. It, it it was, you know, you just kind of check out. And right. when we was leaving, we was talking about it. Uh, she, you know, one or two at the table said, well, she don't need a tip. You know, she didn't give good service. I said, well... You know, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes, so we we left a tip anyway. But yeah. you know, it's just like you said, you're giving that shout out, and I'm not going to say your name, right. but uh, you just never know. But it makes such a difference, just your persona that you carry. It does, and it, it ca- yeah. and you, well, you brought it a week later. You're still talking about it, right? Yes, I mean, people, random people that you meet out and about. You know, even if you don't remember them, a bunch of them will leave an actual impact on your daily life. Yeah, somebody's always watching. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, we was that's that's another thing. I've I've had the honors of working with the swim team. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, and I've talked to some coaches around here in the last couple of weeks and just getting to know them. And sometimes they get so focused on, well, I'm doing this workout. Or, I've got this workout set for my team. It's an awesome workout. Then, but. Then you look at the char- characteristics of way the team show themselves when they're out away from here. Mm-hmm. And uh, one thing I, I strive to do is the coaches there did, not just me, um, is the environment. Mm-hmm. You know, you can make you can have the best workouts and have the worst coaching environment or <laughs> in the world. I mean, and it just not have a positive impact. Yeah. But any, I don't want to get you. I, I, I think I'm the one to get the sidetrack. <laughs> <laughs> one of them squirrel hoes, rabbit hoes that we just take off running down. <laughs> I, I, when we give a, you know, a, a update on our life, you know, we, we resonate with what we're saying to each other, so we always have examples. So, I mean, this is the, the update in our lives segment at the moment. Yeah, I did get a job offer, though. That's when you told me about, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. The teaching. Teaching. Yes. And of course, it's a clinical instructor. It's, and of course, it's a pay cut. Right. And it's a drive. Right. So that's first negatives to it. But you know, it, it like we talked about when I brought it up, it, it could lead into something bigger. Yeah. I mean. It, yeah. I mean, I've I've always wanted to actually teach. I would love to be a teacher, but one. Teachers get treated like crap. They don't make enough, and they should be making a hell of a lot more than what they do. Yeah, agreed. And two, there's no... I have seen teachers bounce from school to school. There's no actual stability, and that's sad. Like, I had a teacher in high school, and I was actually talking about this with my uh, the person I was shadowing yesterday during the postal route. Uh, he was a journalist teacher at the high school, and not long after I graduated, he went to Berksville to teach. I'm like, I mean, there's a bunch of teachers I've encountered that have come from, say, Glasgow down to TV, and they'd be here for like a year, and then they'd go elsewhere. It's like, and you don't want to ask them why, because that's their own personal situation, more than likely. So, 
it just kind of makes you think, where's the stability in this job? Even though, you know, you're promised with teaching that there will be stability because you're 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 an essential part of society. So why the, all of a sudden changes in venue? Yeah, it just it just makes you wonder how schools are actually ran behind the students' eyes. Yeah, that and it shows how much control you ha- a teacher has in the classroom now. Yeah, I mean, as a course that's a whole different story that is that, a, that, yeah. that's that's a whole <laughs> <laughs> that's a deeper rabbit hole than we can get into today yeah without hurting somebody's feelings I think. <laughs> yeah <laughs> right uh girls had their 18th birthday yesterday the twins did yep i saw um shoot it was one of them yeah it's probably at, Avery at, at walmart uh, both of them probably they well, just separated there's only one she's with a boyfriend Oh, it's uh, Aubrey. Aubrey. Aubrey yes. and Victor. Yes, Victor. Yeah. I love that little dude. Oh yeah. <laughs> he, he's he. If he hears this, he is the typical sixteen-year-old boy. Is he? Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I've I've had girls my whole life. You know what I mean? So that's a yeah. whole new different ball game. Yeah. So. Uh, he had, uh, uh, he was walking with us when we was doing the whole trying to figure out how to do the zombie walk. Yep. He he helped us walk through it. Yeah. All the paths. And speaking of zombie walk, before we get into it, today's topic is actually referencing zombies in literature, and I know I haven't done this topic in a while because, unfortunately, every time I did do a zombie topic, it didn't resonate with a lot of people, and I don't know why, even though some enjoyed it remarkably, but a lot of people just did not pay attention. Like, my views would be in the single digits, say on YouTube or whatever, which, whatever, that happens. But if I'd go from zombie talk to author tips, author tips would have double-digit views, and this zombie one would have three or four. I'm like, okay, maybe not a lot of people are interested in that. (laughs) But the thing is, I am a fanatic, so I will bring it up every now and again anyways. And even though a lot of people have told me that the whole zombie genre is slowly decaying, pun intended, um... from the whole pop culture, it's still at some point going make, to revamp again. I, I start saying it makes a resurge. Yes, I mean, I mean it's, it's anything. Just, just like vampires and werewolves. Even though vampires have slowly kind of decayed as well, werewolves are still at its peak. People are still in love with werewolves right now. Yeah, even Marvel released a mo- werewolf series. Morbius. Well, that's the vampire. One. Vampire. They got one. Yeah. Uh, werewolf by night. I don't know if I know that one. It's actually filmed in the black and white, to you. Hmm. So. Hmm. Okay. Uh, don't forget Alan's book. <laughs> 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 I had it sitting over here. I think this is Mary's copy. Or do I have two copies up there? No, my copy's up there. This is Mary's copy. Yeah. Hmm. It is a good read. It's it is a, a good read. Loose, short read. Loose first contract, The Broken Dagger. I know I said that backwards, but you know, it's it there. Works. It's there. Broken Dagger Looser's contract. <laughs> Remember Bradley's books. He's got a handful of books that I can't label them all. A lot of works, works in progress, works coming out, works yeah. that need to come out. Yeah. Works that need to get started. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's all of us, so. though. Yeah. Like, I, I still have that Australian novel that, excuse me, I planned. Every now and again, I'll pick it up and put some words into it, but I'm just... If you're writing an Australian novel, do you write an Australian accent? Australia? 
It's Aussie. It's Astrid. Aussie. Aussie accent. <laughs> See, now, yeah, before we get to the whole zombie thing, this, okay, so a friend of mine, uh, he wrote, mm, it's up there, what's it called? There's a lot of I, there. I say It's right next to uh, Mask of the Swan by Terry Maggart. Right up there on the left. I can't see that far. I can't either. Like, I know his his pseudonym, Darden Hext. Yeah. Eh. You need me to check that, it? That's going to make me mad. Because <laughs> I can't see it. And I'll wear glasses. <laughs> but it's also small print. So, the age is getting to me. No. <laughs> yep, that one. Live fast. Live fast. Thank you. <laughs> By Darden Hext. Which, you know, that's his that's his pen name. Um, anyways, his characters are Australian. That's what got me looking at this one. Um, when I first came out with Zed's Rising, I was working on, uh, I was helping develop a TV show called Remnant 13, which is... In fact, a zombie show on Amazon Prime. Uh, we was doing all this in Bowling Green. And this kid right here, he's not a kid, he's older than I am, but not much, even though he looks younger than me. Um, he wrote this novel and we, we traded out. He took a copy of my Zeds and I took his Live Fast. And I love this book. Um, it's kind of like my Zeds Rising. A lot can be done to improve it, but for the first time novel, it's freaking amazing. And I actually did a whole book review on this thing during my first round of trying to branch out into YouTube on my Brad Infinity YouTube channel. Yep. But like he's, he was speaking Australian, so I was like, okay, <laughs> that book up there. The, the most Australian thing that he got his characters to do was say mate. 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 And it got me thinking, you know, even though it wasn't a lot of Aussie lingo, if stupid cats, <laughs> if uh, if you declare your character as being Australian descent or of that nature, you don't have to literally tell, you know, try and make every word sound like it's getting spoke Australian. You can picture the accent in your head while you're reading it. Yeah, that makes sense. Some of the, I, I like some of the. Uh, foreign TV shows, Korean, Japanese, mm. and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I have the captions on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you can, it, seemed, it, it you can't tell. Right. I mean, it seems like it just fully, of course, I, lit, I use captions everywhere. I do too. I do I too. mean, it just. Well, what got me in the habit of that was when Mary would work third shift. Yeah. And I'd be in the bed, or in the bedroom, watching movies, or playing video games even. I would, Turn down the volume to like two or three, so that way it wouldn't wake her. And I'd put captions on, so that way I'd still know what they're saying. And I, that habit has continued ever since, and that's been three years. Everything I watch has captions. Yeah. Everything. I, that's me. Even when I play a game, mm -hmm. a video game, it's got captions. It's got on. captions. Yep. So before we get into the whole zombie topic, besides your whole uh, job offering, any other updates? No. No. No, okay. I, I'm still, <laughs> I, I'm still bettering my process on knife making right now. Knife making, yes. So, the uh, blacksmith over here. Yeah. Well, it's right now. I'm a pretend blacksmith. <laughs> Have you forged a weapon from steel? Yeah. Then you're a blacksmith. 
<laughs> I, I, I send you a picture of the one I'm working on right now. So. Yeah, that knife. Yeah. I did. I did learn that uh, something as simple. You know how you can uh, you get blue blue liquid for gun barrels, and you know it gives it a kind of a blue iridescent hue to a gun barrel. Uh-huh. I, uh, something as simple as that. I learned you can do that to a knife blade. And this one I'm currently working on right now, it is a combat knife. You know, it's got that serrated edge on it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to use a, make the handle out of pine. I went down mm-hmm. my dad's in, the other day and cut some pine. You know, oh, just okay. a little. And uh, cedar, not pine, cedar. Cedar? Cedar, I'm sorry. Either way. Either way. Cedar has got a, Yeah, cedar's <laughs> got a pretty color to it. Yeah. And Cedar chests. And, yeah. Yeah. And go from there. But, yeah, there we go. All my all my stuff is just personally made. Personal. <laughs> it's personal. It's from the heart. So. <clears throat> so yes, he is slowly and very wholeheartedly going into the blacksmith trade. Yeah, you can tell by the looks of my um, hands. And he's, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he's got scars and Nick. everything. Actually, it's from defending my family from zombies. Defending from zombies. Yeah. Daggone it. You know, and didn't we actually kind of discuss just a little zombie thing last time? I think we touched on it. I can't remember exactly. Okay. But. So, nice little segue from last episode to this one. Anyways, so, today's topic is zombie literature and basically zombie culture. I- I'll put it that way. Um, we actually had some questions from people in the Phoenix School, which is the writing group that I am a part of. Um, they are pretty good questions. I like them. And Alan didn't know about these questions, and forgive me, but I'm going to let him answer them as well. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one is from Paul Davis. He is a magnificent editor and an author, and he's a good friend. And the dude, he's he's just all around awesome. Um, I'm going I'm to see if you can answer this one first. Where does zombie lore come from? Well, like we talked, you know, like you said earlier, you know, it it can, even the Egyptians spoke about it. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of people, even the Bible in Ezekiel talks about, you know, when uh, he's dropped into the battle, the the graveyard of, okay. (laughs) I've got that in that notebook too. Yeah, of course, it's not talking about zombies, but people can pull that out and say, well, you know, they talked about zombies in the Bible because the bones began to shake and flesh became to, Mm -hmm. began to appear. Muscle regenerated, yep. you know, it it goes through all that too, and these even case medical cases of where people have been bar- said have said that they've been buried alive. Then they they was one that was even said that he was buried alive, and six years later, he was dug up. And you you probably you may have read that too. Dug up and said that somebody had dug him up and put, put his ass in slavery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. so if if some of you are. Decent long-time listeners, uh, before I got a co-host, what he's talking about, you may remember, I actually did a whole zombie episode, okay. <laughs> and that was in there. So, you can see I'm not lying, and we did not rehearse this. No. He researched it, too. <laughs> uh, what? Uh, that's the whole voodoo thing. Yeah, you know, they they believe, as you know, I guess some believe that the voodoo zombie is the actual beginning of zombies mm-hmm. even though you know they say that the possibility of them being cured they think well you know 
you know, when somebody was turned into a zombie to do the bidding of the other one, mm -hmm. that was the actual initial zombie creation. Yep. For others. But that don't go with the question you just asked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so when he was talking about the guy, he um, he fell into a coma because uh, he went to the hospital for respiratory issues in 1962. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he fell into a coma and was pronounced dead and then buried not long after. But 18 years later, a man walked up to a woman claiming to be her brother, the same Haitian that was pronounced dead. He claimed that he had been dug up and put to work on a sugar plantation. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that would suck. Now, even even in ancient Greece, yep. you know, they was they had been places that's been excavated and read that they would lay heavy rocks and boulders on bodies to keep them rising from the dead because mm -hmm. there's a fear of them rising from the dead. Yes. Yes. Assumingly to That's, be yes. reanimated. I'll say that. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, what is, it? is it the ancient Greek one is like the oldest? I think so. Ancient Greeks were the first to establish fear based off of the undead. It was discovered by archaeologists that skeletons were pinned down by heavy objects and rocks. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that was ancient Greek. That's so, yeah, just, that's a long time ago. I mean, zombies have been around since way before I was even thought of. Or accidentally thought of, because my mom did say I was a surprise. So. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um, so, yeah, zombie lore, it, it dates all the way back to ancient Greek. Um, but the most popular, besides, you know, pop culture wise, is. Haitian voodoo. Yeah. Um, there was... Uh, it's zombie folklore been around for centuries, mostly in Haiti. Uh, it is once assumed that due to slavery of West Africans in the 17th century, yeah. with how the slaves were treated, the afterlife of a zombie represented the brutal life of a slave. You know, you was talking about where that area is, is West Africa, the mm -hmm. Caribbean... Brazil, uh, yep. South America, and stuff like that. You um, was talking about the voodoo. Do you know the name of the drug that would in cause? Bokar. Bokar. There you go. <laughs> Made from pufferfish venom. Yes. It's uh, herbs, bones, fish, shells, and animal parts. Yep. Zombie and, powders, and, they called it. Yes. And yep. Tetrodotoxin. That's a big word for Kentucky. Yes. Like I said, this is taking me back. This feels like a reunion for me right now. Because I'm like, I have these in the notes. <laughs> it's a good it's a good bring up. Yes. Because it is about the lore, like you said. Yes. And I mean, it was like, the, when he said pufferfish, that, you know, it was it was a deadly neurotoxin taken from pufferfish uh, that was put in the uh, the bokar. Yep. I kind of feel like I'm trying to go full-blown uh, Mandalorian here saying bokar. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it's Bascar. <laughs> but yeah, and high doses of the stuff can lead to paralysis, coma, just like what happened to the guy in Haiti. Um, it can cause the appearance of death, and also, because of that, people will be buried alive, and then go, you know, if they're lucky enough, they can dig themselves out, and boom, they're a zombie. <laughs> Different kind of zombie than what pop culture's used to, but yes, still zombie nonetheless. Mm. Gotta love it. It's fantastic. 
Uh, yeah, it just it's a broad genre. Yes. I mean, as as I was looking over your notes, just skimming over them downstairs, just mm-hmm. to see it, make sure I read everything right from what we're supposed to talk about today. <laughs> and I was like, I told I I told him I said. We totally went a different route. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what makes it great. A total different route. And if you're watching on YouTube, I am wearing my vest. This is, so this right here is part of, from my Zed's collection. I'll say it that way, because this is what I wear when I want to cosplay as Atlas, the main character in the Zed's books. That's been a while, hasn't it? It has been, yes. And the last time I think I wore this vest was a zombie walk. Or I might have took a... I did something with this vest not too long ago, but the the main uh, reason I wore the vest was during the zombie walk, and I still have the retractable <laughs> right here that I eliminated a fellow tracker slash zombie with during the zombie yeah. walk, and because of that, his it exploded. <laughs> it worked out better than I thought it would. <laughs> it did. People loved it. Uh, they felt so bad for him. And he what he got the award for best best acting best acting yeah, yeah. I mean, Vinny did good in his last minute edition he yeah he was, was. Yeah. it was great I loved it uh but yeah zombie lore can come uh, it comes from I'll be back ancient Greece and voodoo with Haiti and all that um, now my zombie lore is, in most of my stuff is usually biblical. Because um, even though my most favorite is viral, but in my stuff, this is probably honestly a spoiler, biblical. But I mean, if you read Zed, you know there's demons and angels that exist in yeah. it. So I mean, it's kind of a, okay, I get it. So yeah. So if you were to write a zombie novella, novel, short story, whatever, what would be the lore of your zombies? Oh, mine? Yes. You know, we talked about it just a minute ago. <laughs> uh, I like the way Romero did the zombies. You know, he never did come out and say, but, you know, it was believed that a satellite from Saturn released yeah. the agent that caused people, when they died, to turn into zombies. And it never was fully given out there, but... I think it would be something like that. Yeah, and see, I didn't, I didn't know that that was subtly established. So, I mean, you never hear it, but um, every time. Well, that was cool. I could hear his radio. Yeah, he blasting today. <laughs> every time, can't go one recording without stupid trucks. Anyways. I'll okay. try not to drive by. <laughs> Mine's loud. <laughs> it's loud because it's not old, not because I made it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just because it's old. Yeah, I think, I think it's going to be you know, I like, I like the, I personally like the runner zombies. Yeah, those are fun. So, but uh, you know, some don't consider them. It depends what lore who you're going with and stuff. Yeah. Sometimes they don't consider them actual zombies based on like Night of the Living Dead yeah. and stuff. You know, the walking. Shuffling, yeah, yeah. That's that's a whole. Like, it just it all depends on how you want to portray your zombies on whether you get the runners or the the invincibles or the boomers or you know. Yeah, I, th- I think too. Uh, the type of zombie you get, whether it's ones like on The Walking Dead, mm-hmm. 
versus the Romero's, um, the later ones, like in Day of the Dead yeah. or Dawn of the Dead, when they're just full out sprinting. Twenty eight days later. Oh yeah. yeah. Or World War Z. Yes, those. Holy shit. That that was awesome. Those are the worst ones. And they they just moved in hordes. Yes. I think I, th- I think it just depends how you want your character growth to be too. Yeah. Because like Walking Dead, where you got the slow zombies, mm-hmm. you had you got more time for character growth. Yeah. Versus the sprinters or the runners, you know you got they're always on the move. Mm-hmm. You get very seldom downtime. Yeah. So you got a, a two different story paths that you want to take. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Rick could survive too well in the running zombies. <clears throat> no. Because um, what was it? He, during the, I think it was, it was second season because it was at the farm, you know, when that little girl, he had to hide her for a while. He said, I'll, uh, zombies don't run out of breath, but I kind of need you to hide here. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, those zombies, they just, they walk. They don't run. So just imagine <laughs> if he was actually having to outrun those. Yeah, you could. No. No, ain't no way. You'd have to literally just put them down. Yeah. See, like a World War Z, the whole cause of the virus, that the zombie virus in it, I don't even know if they call it a zombie virus. I can't really remember. But uh, is to take and find a healthy host, bite it, and spread it. Mm-hmm. And it's the initial bite and introduction of the virus that causes the change, mm-hmm. not the death of the person. But yeah. I, th- I, th- I think it would be a runner type of zombie that I would write about. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, that was Paul Davis's question. Hopefully, we we answered it. I know we went, you know, different directions with it, but it's all kinds of different ways to figure out zombie lore. So, yes. Uh, it, I mean, it. heck, you could even go with Scooby-Doo and the Zombie Island. I love that movie. <laughs> I, I talked about that during that episode, too. Oh, did you? I did. That's the best animated zombie movie ever. I think it was what ninety late nineties ninety eight. Had to been so. Had to been. Did I write Did I write down when it came out? I know it's in my pop culture section. Let's see. That's Linda. I mean, Bible reference right here. Scooby Doo entered the zombie scene as well. Best animated Scooby film ever. I did not write down when it released. I, th- I think it was like the late late nineties. Yeah. Had to be. So, of course, Scooby-Doo ascends time. So oh, of don't course. Matter. I mean, they don't grow old. <clears throat> so, another, uh, we actually got, let's see, one, two, three, four. Four questions from Frank Montiano uh, about zombie stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, one of his questions, and thank you, Frank, he is also... Speaking of teachers, he's a teacher, so he knows all about that hardship. <laughs> uh, great author, great friend, dude's amazing. Uh, can't you can't find anybody like him? Uh, I actually read one of his little. He sent me a short story a couple months back that I read on here, and it was amazing. Um, but yes, Frank Montiano wants to know why are zombies hungry? You know, I, I, that's a good question. Uh, <laughs> You know, I can't remember what episode it, or what movie or what I read. Like I said, you know, you you start researching this stuff and it muddled. It get it can get muddled up, and I think that's why we go on such a rabbit hole mm-hmm. story. But uh, I'd read one or I'd seen it where 
most of the brain is decayed from the virus, so the only thing that's left is the basic need for the brain is to feed. Mm-hmm. And but I would say it would be from that, you know, the brain just decayed, like in the slow zombies, like the uh, Walking Dead type. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's his name? King, uh, creator of that. Robert Kirkman. 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 I, I don't know why I want to call him King. Kirkman. King, King of Zombies. King of Zombies. Kirkman. That's it. Um, I would think it's just where the brain is so damaged from the vi- a virus and just decay that it reverts to the most primal, primal basic instinct. Yeah. And, and it is to feed. And if you've ever. And if you're a meat eater, <laughs> yeah, and you, you you start get famished or you've had a hard day at work, what do you crave? Protein, right? And you I know, mean, being a zombie, you know, more likely you, you're you're going to have a protein <laughs> deficiency because yeah. you're not getting any nutrients whatsoever. So um, that's that's my take on that part. Yeah. So I mean, um, but honestly, it could be because you know the virus wants to spread. You know, it's not yeah. necessarily hunger at all. It's just. Well, kind of like World War Z, yeah. finding a living host, a healthy host to just live. Um, but you know, just you know, it could just be you know, just the mechanism of uh, to spread the virus. Yep. You know, it's not technically hunger; it's survival. Yep. Um, but you know, there's honestly no solid answer to why zombies would be hungry. Um, you know, it. That, in, in all honesty, that's that's the beauty of zombie lore. Um, you know, as authors and filmmakers, you know, anybody that actually has any type of creative mind, you can literally just make up a reason on why zombies eat flesh or brains or whatever. It honestly doesn't matter because you can literally put your own type of support toward the reason why zombies are the way that they are or why they're hungry. Even in the Will Will Smith movie, I Am Legend. Yeah. I mean, even though they were zombie-like, they worked in swarms and at the end... They protected each other. Yeah, they, they just like. wanted to live. They just wanted to live. Yeah. So, I think, like you said, I, I think it's just up to the author, mm-hmm. up to the creator of that story at that time, just mm-hmm. to do. Did it come from a satellite? Did it come from a virus? Did it come from biblical? Biblical. Yeah. You know, just a curse, voodoo. Yeah. Uh, you got so much play with it, you can. Yeah. Just like Marvel Zombies, it could come from a flash in the sky, and yeah. then everybody just start turning. Or in just in the Justice League, uh, Blackest Night, it's the Black Lantern ring death. It's turning everybody into zombies, hmm. which is an awesome series. I hadn't seen that one. It's great. Is it good? Oh, my goodness. The Flash in it is my favorite character in that entire series. He becomes part of the Blue Lantern Corps for hope. And I have that tattoo right here on my chest. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. It's great. Uh, so, one of the other questions that he asked, uh, what's your preference, scientific zombies? Or, you know, scientific cause for zombies or, sci- or biblical? Hmm. So, I think I understand it by being a man-made zombie mm-hmm. or it just happened for... Or God's like, hey... I, I like the biblical part. I do too. I mean, you hear so much today of, well, man had done this, man released it. You, you kind of get burnt on that. I do. Yeah. But, you know, like World War Z, no, a reference it, uh, it's Mother Nature. Yeah. You know, trying to 
Fix herself. Fix herself. And a way of doing that is making this virus just to make these zombies. And the only thing it wants to do is spread. Mm -hmm. That way you have no limitation on where it came from. Right. Where it's you, you do have some on where it's going. Mm -hmm. But you know, but if it's scientific if it's scientific <laughs> <laughs> we both paused on that one. If it's scientific, you know, you have to have a reason for it being created. Yeah. You have to have a reason for it why they created this virus. You're right. In a, well, in the background you do. Yeah. In the yeah. background you do, I'll say that. What about you? So I agree, like, you know, the whole scientific route. I mean, it it is getting played out a lot, but you know it can still be enjoyable. You know, uh, Zombie Land. You know, because they took a bite of a contaminated burger at a gas and gulp as as patient zero. <laughs> yep. And they actually say that. Um, but biblical, if if you want to go, let's say four horsemen route, like you got pestilence who makes viruses. Just rigged up a concoction place it in someone or whatever and then the virus just spreads with with biblical you have a wider range of identifying sources or you know actually giving people adventures to go on to try and find the source yeah scientific it's like oh this scientist went crazy created this virus no that reminds me have you ever seen patient zero i have not I don't oh think. super good movie i cannot uh when you said that, I thought you was making a reference to it. But in a way, it's it's another zombie type of movie. Like 28 Days, 28 days Later. Mm -hmm. It's that type. Okay. But Patient Zero is aware of what he is, what's going on, and he has control over some of them. Hmm. It's very good. Uh, there was one independent, uh, kind of like B-list film I watched where it was zombies, where they... Uh, That's what this is, a B-list film. Yeah, they... Whereas, you know, they got transformed into zombies, but there was a cure out there that brought them back to being human, but they still had... The zombie virus. Yeah, they, you know, had them tendencies, or they had flashbacks, or, you know, stuff that just rocked their freaking world. I can't remember what it's called either, but I think I found it on Hulu? Hmm. I want to say Hulu. That's a good question, though. Yeah. But yes, I, I prefer biblical. I do, too. <laughs> And that's coming from a perspective of two ways, watching it, and number two, if I had to write about it. Yes, yes. Because, I mean, you get so far in the book, and you're like, ah, this is getting a little mundane. Let's yeah. let's get all crazy as shit on this. <laughs> yeah. You know, have this big battle with angels. And <laughs> Damn right. That's the way to go. But, yeah, that's mine, too. That's a good yeah. question. Um, so another one is, um, okay, so does it take you out of the story when an author explains the creation of zombies or the virus, or do you look forward to it? Depends. If I'm in for, if I'm in for a series, yes. Mm -hmm. I think I'll, I, well, no, I think I want to know, I, I want an explanation later. Mm -hmm. But like like I said, my number one favorite gory fest type of zombie movie is Dawn of the Dead, the remake. Mm -hmm. You know George mm -hmm. Romero, uh, and it never really says where it came from. Mm -hmm. I mean, it just shows. You know, it, you just see the news footage. Right. Yeah. 
Then you see, of course, he makes a cameo on the news, but you shoot him in the head, put him yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, then you see it just, oh, hell break loose. Right. And that's the, I don't want them to take from, I like the subtle hint. I like movies that drop subtle hints do mm-hmm. it out, and you have to put it together. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I want, by the, if at the end of the movie, I very seldom want a, wrap it up nice little bow conclusion it tells me what happened right um it, it sort of feels almost like a waste of time for me yeah you know i'm not five-year-old <laughs> and i'm not offending nobody who likes that no, no. Uh, by all means i like a movie that we're at the end of it if i was say you need to see this so we can talk about it at the end we come to different conclusions mm-hmm. that's what i like yeah i mean um yeah, it's kind of like on Zombieland. He said, Patient Zero took a bite of a contaminated it, burger at a gas and go, I don't care how the burger got contaminated. I don't, I mean, whatever. But the fact that he's like, that's where it started, but we don't know how, how it, it started. started. I like that. Yeah. That That's my thing. Uh, even, you know, if someone wants to say, okay, this is how the zombie virus was created. Okay, just don't dumb it down. Exactly. Don't make it obvious. You know, like, <clears throat> say, a group of people is going to a research facility because they believe that's where it started. You know, say they're rummaging through papers and there's just like a little subtle hint mm-hmm. of, a, of the formula and it's got like a doctor's name under it. Cool. But, you know, it's like one of them, oh, shit, and then they flip the page. You know. Okay. Uh, cool. I know it's not a zombie series, but uh, a movie like that I like. These three of them. Have you ever seen Cloverfield? I have. Okay. Needs another movie. Oh man, it's got John Goodman in it for their Cloverfield stuck in, Lane. That's it. Mm-hmm. Then the Cloverfield Paradox. Paradox. Okay, those are some damn good movies. And, and they was not created to be together. No, initially. Mm-mm. But it's all in the, and they have determined that it's all in the same universe. Universe. Yeah. Which is the paradox could cause the other two mm-hmm. and stuff like. And I don't want the answer just given out because. No. Uh, like you said, don't don't dumb it down for no, me. No, make me work for it. Yeah. Shit, I like to learn. I'm, four, I'm, <laughs> I'm 46 year old, you know. Yeah. Four more years, sure. maybe. Yeah. Make it complicated for now. <laughs> <laughs> right, yes. The, the, the more engaged I am with trying to find the answer, the better off you will be as well as me because, I, like I said, I like to learn stuff. Oh, I do too. Like, um, I love a challenge. Yeah. Um, another good movie that's like it is How It All Ends. It's it's on Netflix. It is not a. I have seen that. Don't know what the hell's going on or what what caused it, but yet he yeah the guy's trying to find his wife, ain't it? Yeah. And it's uh, Forrest Whitaker's daughter. Yep. Yes, that Super. movie. They should have made another one. No. Well, you know, if they made another one, though, it's like it wouldn't have. I think you can make a whole episode on picking two movies and just discussing the hell out of them, mm-hmm. how they're written and stuff like that, because that. What happens throughout it? I have my opinion on what actually happened. My father-in-law came in with a different opinion at the end of it, and I was like, "No, you're wrong. I'm right." <laughs> well, now we know what next episode's going to be. There you go. We're going to pick a movie to watch. Pick one a piece, and boom, we are going to discuss the shit out of it. How you know how it was written? How we think you know they well played the story. Uh, <clears throat> even actors that are in it, if they're good or not, that'd be a good episode. Yeah, whether we've seen it or not, <laughs> we watch it. Yeah, so that's what we'll discuss later on. Good deal. 
But yes, um, so <laughs> kind of a mixture of both on that uh, little question there. You know, if if it explains it, don't get into too much detail unless it's warranted. Yeah, exactly. I'll say it that way. I don't like a completely closed. I don't like uh, loopholes though, but well, I like it. And a loophole is like we was talking about when they just make a stupid ass decision. <laughs> there you go. You didn't want it on there anyway. Didn't want it on there anyway. Uh, where they make a stupid decision just to feather the story. Like in every fucking horror movie ever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that and that's a whole different conversation. That is. But that's just another one. <laughs> not a loop, but just a something that's subtly insinuate it mm-hmm. or something that's left out because it's been blacked out by the government or something. Right. I like that. Yeah. But that's... I, I, I love to tie up a loose end, but I love that there are still more branches to that end that can yeah, and can keep going. I do too. And there's a difference too. I watched one here a while back. It is a super good horror movie. And um, of course, I'm not going to say the name of it right now. But... About three quarters of the way through it, I thought the movie was getting ready to come to the finale end of it. Mm-hmm. You know, the guy went home and he thought he'd corrected all this. Then it just started, the same event started happening to him again. I know what they was trying to drive home, that it's spooky, that it's this this spirit is still there. And, you know, it just kept rapping, 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 mm. rapping, rapping. And finally, the closure was good. But it took an extra 40 minutes to do that. And I was like, when you've got that type of explanation, yes, it pulled me out of the story. Yeah. Kind of like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I mean... The 40 fucking endings that followed. Yeah. I mean, I could watch one one of the Lord of the Rings movie and I'd be happy. Mm -hmm. Seven Armies. That's my favorite. I could go back to it. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I like Lord of the Rings. But that that was a lot of freaking endings. On Return of the King. Yeah. Holy crap. Uh, so last one, and then we will get to <laughs> Dude, we'll er- get. everything else. <laughs> so, and this, it's kind of a question. I guess it's more of a... Mm, well, I'll just, I'll just say what it is. He, he, he just put zombie nature with a question mark. Because I think my question to that group was, what would you like to have answers on when it comes to zombie nature slash you know and a bunch of other stuff so he just put zombie nature question mark as far as <laughs> the nature does it mean the way they behave it could be the way they behave the reason why they're created uh just which which abundance honestly well i'll tackle go for it the way they behave go for it <laughs> Have at it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit back on this one. I think, <laughs> as far as way a zombie behaves, I think it just like like we said, it depends on the genre you're in. Whether you're the Romero or the uh, the Walking Dead part, mm-hmm. they all they all have a similar characteristic. If you notice in Dawn of the Dead, they all migrated to the mall, and they yeah. said it was possibly out of just habit. You know, during humans, you go to the mall and stuff like that. In the Walking Dead, you know. They went into hordes. You could say that was just from not being. We hate being alone as man. You know, right. I mean? other than we're driving a mail route or something like that. You know, you want to yeah. have some downtime. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's all actions. You know, just out of repetitiveness of our daily lives. I think that leads to. If I had to write about it, mm-hmm. 
I would have that into my zombies nature from the way I see the question behave Um, just you know part of our daily lives you know I think every zombie would migrate towards something familiar you know like here in Tompkinsville it would be I honestly think they'd go to to the barbecue or Walmart (laughs) No, to to Walmart. I say to Walmart <laughs> or Latias down here. Or in the Lati- Walmart, Latias, or R and S. Yeah. Oh well, R and S or Hogwild. Yeah. Yeah, I think it. Yeah. The way I read it, zombie nature is the way they act. Is that especially when you get all together? You know, if if you look today on news media, when there's a riot or there's a mob or say for instance something happens in a stadium. And, or even a nightclub when there's a bunch of people just together having a good time and something bad happens, they turn into one giant flowing creation, mm-hmm. living creation. And it don't matter what people falls or not, they get trampled. Yeah. And I think it's sort of the nature of the zombie walk, you mm-hmm. know, not the zombie walk, but the hordes and stuff, mm-hmm. is that we just, because we're uncertain, you know, your brain's deteriorating, decaying, depending on the lore you go with that you just flock together and you just get on this same pathway, mm-hmm. you know, that you're going. You're walking, you're slowly, and like in The Walking Dead, you know, they do go to malls mm-hmm. or the different locations. Uh, then Romero on Dawn of the Dead, they go to the mall. Mm-hmm. And it just depends if you got a smart zombie or just a the horde type of zombie, you know, yeah. the generic zombie. Yeah, I'll say that. <clears throat> That, that's my take on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, kind of like uh, branching off from what you just said, uh, even Walking Dead, like I said, displays this when, uh, what's his name? He was in the first season, then he was gone for a while, came back, and then he went to, you know, he left, he was in one episode, left again. Morgan. Morgan, thank you. Yeah. Yes. Very first season with Morgan. Um, I think it's the first episode, to be honest. Oh, he does talk about that, don't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and their his wife came to their house and tried to open the door as a zombie. She twisted the doorknob. Did you, okay, you got me on a different thing. <laughs> uh, you know, you see that in the very first episode. Mm-hmm. Then you very seldom see another... Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Show's been out for a while, people. Spoiler alert right here. <laughs> Give me about... 60 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Plug your ears. You know, you have you Best seen all of it? I quit. Right. I, I, <laughs> How much detail do you want me to go into then? Uh, no, go ahead. I, I know, you know, a bunch of people died. Okay. I'll, okay. Just, I'll say it this way. Not long after Glenn was killed, I quit. Okay. And the news, of course, at the very beginning, it tells about Morgan, his wife, and it, and it shows her looking through the peephole. Mm-hmm. And then it shows her trying to open the door. Well, yeah. you it's, you hear it. Yeah, you, yeah, she's, yeah. yeah. It doesn't actually show her grabbing the doorknob. Yeah, you very seldom see that again throughout the entire season until the last season. Really? They have what they call climbers. Oh. And other ones that, again, can open doors and problem solve. And it's in the very last season of it. Of course, that's not a big spoiler alert. Right. But they introduce that subtly. First, it's by, I've always heard of these. Then you actually see it. There's one part where some are trapped on top of the thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, or and even inside of it, and one zombie picks up a rock and starts breaking the window. And then it shows another one climbing up. 
behind see, them in the building. It did that in the first the first season. See. When and, they were in that little department store or thrift yeah. store, whatever he was, because he had a brick in his hand smacking that window. Yeah, I think there's subtle hints like that. Yeah. So that begs the question in my mind, even though people who are zombies are slowly deteriorating, you know, they have the little glimpses of hope, I guess you could say, because, you know, like she was trying to get home, whatever, just a little tagline of memory. But, like you said, the final season, there's just a little bit more... Ex- not explained, but it's just brought back up. Right. So, were they progressively coming back? Because throughout the entire mid-series part, they're rotting and walking. No, that's it. That is it. Huh. That would be an interesting freaking concept. Have you ever seen Warm Bodies? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I, uh, that movie. You hear the... Yeah. Then you see a little color come back. I, I appreciate the story, mm-hmm. but I did not like the movie. Yeah. The girls will bring you back. <laughs> then all of them started coming back. Yeah, all because of them too. I'm like, come on. That's lazy. And you got the shadows at the actual zombies. When the zombies die, they turn into the... Yeah, them decrepit creatures. Yeah, decre- yeah. the decrepit. Yeah, and they, they just want to feed. Yeah. But, in all honesty, I do believe that was just lazy writing. The whole... Like, the love part, okay, it's different. Awesome. But then everybody's staring at them. Because, and then they start to feel that. It's like... You just want to figure out a way to bring people back so that way they could fight the decrepits. That's all that was. And that's the easiest route you could take. Yeah. That was lazy. <laughs> that was lazy. That is true. Warm Bodies is not one of my favorites. And now, and you can see why. Excuse me, I gotta reposition. Reposition. Behind uh, the scenes. Yep. Blooper reel. I don't have pajamas on, but I got shorts on. <laughs> You're gonna see his undercarriage. 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 That's so, SC-rated. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was the questions. Um, thank you, Paul and oh, yeah. Frank. I really appreciate those. Uh, I love it when people ask us stuff to Inter- answer on here. Interaction. Yes. I like that. It's magnificent. And it keeps us online a little bit, too. It does. Keep us focused. I think there's something wrong. Look, this book was not even attached. That's nice. Um, but, yes, the... I don't even know what it goes to. Maybe this one? Hmm. I'll fix it later. Um, But yeah, so if you have any questions or any comments, careersdementia at gmail.com. Hit us up. We will be here to answer. To the best of our current ability. Yes, yes. our mindset could be off. Because for some odd reason, every Saturday, I'm just always exhausted and I don't know why. Mm -hmm. I don't get it. Oh, well. I just need to start exercising. It helps. <laughs> yeah. I'm just always so tired. Oh my god. I don't want to do this. <laughs> Leave me alone. Uh, any hazer. Uh, okay, so moving on from the questions. Alan, go ahead. Give us a segue into what you have written down. And because in all honesty, that's all I wrote down was some questions. Oh, basically, man. <laughs> I, just, I, I just broke it down into types of zombies. You know, we had... In, we initially said too, also, you know, if we had to a type of zombie and if we could ride around it, mm-hmm. you know, um, 
There is so many different types. Oh my gosh. There is so many types of zombies out there. Uh, I just wrote down some of the basic ones. It, just because I thought they was interested. Right. Yeah, you know, you, you generic. I think that's the Walking Dead ones mid season. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're aggressive, they're they're curious, they're disoriented. Yeah. Very resistant. Uh you got the walkers. Mm-hmm. You know, they just walk in groups. Uh I was trying to see, because I remember I used to have a look at this. Types of zombies. There you go. Boom. <laughs> Sorry, I did not mean to smack the table. I got excited. Yes, generic. Yeah. Killed and reanimated by a pathogen, often but not always due to a virus. Curious as well as disoriented, aggressive, and they will eventually rot. Rot. Yes. See, that's, that's something else in the movies that, you know, I liked the, I don't like a long series the The Walking Dead, in my opinion, first three seasons are awesome. Mm-hmm. Then the next mid, it just kind of bottoms out for me, wise, because it's is dragging on. It, it seemed like they had they knew where they wanted to go, but they just didn't know how to get there. Right. You know what I mean? It so turned, they yeah, it turned into a full blown soap opera instead of a thrilling TV show. Yeah. Then the last season after the Whisperers. I don't think I made it that far. Uh, the whis- I, I don't I'll say it like that. After the whispers it picked back up. The yeah. writing got better. Okay. Then it's it was really good and it had a good closure. Uh, I don't know what I don't know where I was going for. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where we started at. <laughs> Honestly I don't either. But it's okay. I, <laughs> <laughs> we just talked about the walking dead again. Yeah, I, uh, I, it was something that you had said, and I can't remember it. Uh, I th- eventually rot. <laughs> that okay? That's it. <laughs> that do eventually rot yes. because it looks like over time, no matter how if part of their brain does exist, it goes away. Then eventually, right. whether I, I'm not exactly certain on the timeline of how long, whether ten, fifteen, mm-hmm. just by looking at Carl. You know, and yeah. the little one. Uh, it, you're looking at 10, 15 years, maybe. Yeah. Uh, ha- of course, I look at it from a an anatomical type of way. You know, muscles mm-hmm. move the bones. Bones support the muscle. You know, yeah. stuff like that. And after so long, how do they even move? <clears throat> Whether And if that many people has been turned into zombies... And mankind, the population has deteriorated so much. I, I know there's not that many animals left. I know there's not that many people right. left. Right. What keeps them moving? Sure will wouldn't be enough. What keeps the zombies moving? That versus the zombies. Okay. Versus the short movies. You know, like Dawn of the Dead, Night of the Dead, Day of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead, which is Shaun the best of, one ever. It, yeah. You know, the zombies are there. And that's that's what you say. You don't have to worry about twenty years from now what it's going to be like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that that's yeah. Um, so actually, I've thought about that before. What would cause a zombie to just continue on being a zombie even after the entire population is basically cut three fourths? Yeah. And what most can see is you know they're they're hungry. Uh, so they're just constantly looking for nutrition. Because you see some that's bulbous. Bulbous. And I mean, others that are 
skeleton. The skeleton with skin. Yeah. Um, and people will debate that, you know, if you don't have the proper nutrients in your body, you will fade away within six months. So a zombie would be yeah. gone. You know, uh, you know, most people, hell, if they don't eat within a month, you know, they could die. Is that is that right? Yeah, I think, yeah. Because, well, like, you can go 10 days without water, but after that, it's you're, you're three screwed. weeks. Three weeks without three water? Weeks. No, uh, 10 days without water, three weeks without food. Three weeks without food. Okay, so, you know, after more than half the population is gone, the zombies ain't eating. But the thing is, the virus, if that's the case, um, controls anger and hunger their body's going to constantly be moving without proper direction just to find food. Kind of like how uh, animals hunt their prey. You know, of course, you know they have sense of smell and stuff, <coughs> but they're going to constantly track on trying to find different ways to eat. But at a certain point, you're, you're wondering with a zombie, why hasn't their muscles completely vanished? Yeah. See, I, and... Of course, I've got to, I've had the honors of working medical for field for the last twenty some years. Mm-hmm. So and and this works this way. If I see a movie and somebody's on a breathing machine and they got the tube down their mouth mm-hmm. and they're sitting there talking, mm-hmm. I know that's bullshit. Right. <laughs> you know, because that just won't happen. Mm-hmm. You know, a zombie gets their body gets broken down so much. Ligaments and tendons and muscles don't work to push that body forward. Yeah. No matter what the sheer will is. Right. Uh, of course, I try to check out when I start doing that. It's like, uh, I got to check out. Yeah. I'm not going to enjoy this. Just leave it to the imagination. Yeah. Yeah. And I do 90%. Well, you have to. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's, there's no getting away around that. Yeah. There's a point, though. It's like, oh, that's, excuse yeah. my language. Like I said, it's like, that's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, even if, you know, that, and that's going the medical scientific way. Yeah. If you go pure creative or biblical, you know, anything is possible. With yeah, I mean, even in the Bible, it says the bones began to shake. I yeah. mean, something had control of them. Exactly. And uh, you, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, no, you're good. Um, so, say if you're creating a film about all this or writing, you know, use your own imagination on that one. You can literally support your own answer. Whichever way you see fit. hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, it's... Yeah, I'm good with that. That's a good, that's a good one. <laughs> but, uh, so we got to walking zombies. What's the yep. next? Uh, I'll follow you on this one. <laughs> so, you know how when you come in, you, or when it was coming upstairs, you asked me about the blue walkers. Yeah. Yeah, so blue walkers, they have a bluish skin tone. They are alternate universe zombies yeah. it's pretty cool and they're attracted <laughs> to blue brains blue brains that's the only meat they'll eat is blue brain uh, they are created in a lab while scientists were experimenting on what would happen if the extracted silver toxins inside the skull of a walker what the hell hmm but yeah I couldn't find anything that used blue walkers I couldn't either. So I mean, there's got to be something out there for them to even be created. Right. So, yeah. If y'all know where Blue Walkers exist in the cinematic or uh, storytelling universe, I would like to know. That way I can figure out how in the world they established something like that. Portal to another world or anything. 
It's pretty creative, though. It is. Uh, I never heard of a blue walker until I did these these notes here. <laughs> I got your favorite one written next. Which one's that? The runners. The runners. They are. <laughs> They're pretty cool. <laughs> that's that's some killer killer endurance. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I mean, I mean, you know, you talk about your runners. Uh, um, how. It, you know, with the walkers, the slow ones, the generic ones, yeah. you know, you pop them in the head. Right. You know, the, the walker, hell, you got to take it. The runners, you got to take out their legs or do something quick. Yeah. I mean, you got to be on the move. Yeah, because, I mean, if they're running full speed, actually, you know, tell if they're going to zigzag or dart. Yeah. I mean, because they, they have the ability to run, so there's no telling what other kind of freaking ability that they'll have. Yeah, I, I, I know, uh, what was it? It may be walker, uh, zombie, uh, World War Z, where it took a kill, a shot to the head would kill them, mm-hmm. but they could also die from a lot of damage, like to the bot torso. Mm-hmm. But it showed one in the cot. Of course, you've seen it at the beginning when he goes and he checks it out. One's burnt and it's still moving. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still created. It's still moving around and yeah. they've been decimated with blow flame thermal. yeah so the brain wasn't destroyed yeah in that one but some of them you can still mow down yeah <laughs> oh my head's itching uh so another so runners are zombies that have the ability to run at full sprint they're extremely dangerous and can honestly out throw humanity within days yeah, which you can see on yeah. the movies that created. Yeah. Even uh, the game World War Z. I love that game. I mean, it's, Connor played it forever. I mean, it's they've got new updates for it now. So yeah, they, well, see, they they took it off of Game Pass on us. Yeah. So you got to buy it now, and I'm like, nah, I'm good. These are, there is another one that's out now. It was like, remember Left for Dead? The Back for Blood. Back for Blood. I've not played yeah. it. It's. I say if I didn't go in with the expectation of it being like Left for Dead, I probably would have liked it, but no. No. I'm not a fan. I hate that. Because it, I, of course, you can still play Left 4 Dead. Oh, yeah. But. Left 4 Dead is the best zombie game ever. Yeah, it don't require a whole lot of time to play it. No. But it does take some teamwork. It does. That it does. Do not play it with bots. Oh, no. It's horrible. They, they will leave you high and dry. <laughs> and they will de- completely just get eliminated very quickly in a horde of zombies. So, yeah. Left 4 Dead. Good grain. Good grain. Wow. Great game with friends. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <clears throat> uh, another type of zombie is what we kind of discussed earlier, and that's the voodoo zombies. Yeah. They are highly interesting. Uh, voodoo zombies are resurrected dead by a witch doctor who are forced to o- and these voodoo zombies are forced to obey their resurrector. Uh, they usually don't feed on human flesh, but it's and they're not usually a huge threat unless you are literally the target of this person that you pissed off. And they also have the ability to be cured. Yes. That doesn't happen often either in zombie lore. Cures. You know, they will discuss the shit out of it, but you never hardly ever see it. Pretty interesting that one is. Yeah. I would like to see a new, uh, well, it's kind of like on one episode of Supernatural. Um, different kind of zombie. This girl, she died in a car wreck, 
and she was rested, uh, rested, <laughs> resurrected by uh, ancient sigils and spells and stuff like that. But she wasn't the flesh eating type. She was the vengeful type because she found out. I think her boyfriend cheated on her, and she killed her boyfriend. And then the guy that brought her back was supposed to be her best friend that he was in love with was warned by Sam and Dean that she would eventually become too vengeful to handle and extremely murderous. So they warned him, and of course when he got scared, she got suspicious and broke his neck. (laughs) And Hmm. the only way to eliminate a zombie in that realm was pierce their heart and nail them shut in a coffin and bury them and leave them. Yeah. It seems like I've seen another movie where it was like that. I did. It was one of them uh, cheap-made movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, a woman was raped and murdered, uh-huh. and an Indian, a Native American, <laughs> wrung her back, and he didn't realize he had done it by like a voodoo magic. Uh-huh. And she she was couldn't be killed, but she still kept who she was, and she was a vengeful zombie until the end. Hmm. I cannot remember. I'm, you know, I, I, when I worked at at my job, sometimes I have the opportunity to watch a movie or two. Right. Yeah. So I would get on Netflix or Freebies. I like Freebie. And uh, I would look up any movie that had a three-star rating. And if it fit the type of movie I would like, I'd watch it. Yeah. And I have found some pretty good movies, and it was one of the new movies that I found like that. Okay. So now sometimes you get shit movies <laughs> right <laughs> you're, uh, like, you're like <clears throat> twilight hmm, it hurts my feelings <laughs> it's like my favorite I read the books <laughs> three anytime, times anytime someone says anything about a shit movie that's when it pops in my head every time the short life of Brie Larson. <laughs> not Brie Larson. But, I just uh, say, not Brie Larson. Captain Br- Marvel there? No, uh, Brie. I can't remember her last name. But you, you would probably like the way this went. It's similar to my uh, my book, the way I did with it. But, you know, you've got your four Twilight books. Mm-hmm. Then she picked, Stephanie Myers picked a vampire that was in one of them books and wrote a short story on her, The Short Life of Brie. Was she the one that appeared in Eclipse or New Moon or something like that? Is it, actually it was third the third one uh, when Eclipse. they when they battle each other and um, and the Voltori first come into the I don't know this I was just now just reading on it yeah <laughs> I think it's Eclipse but uh, the little girl that they that uh, family was trying to save then the Voltori just killed her. It's when the wolves and the vampires, the Collins, work together to yeah. fight the horde from the city. I said horde, but you know that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've, I'm not going to lie, I've seen all of the first Twilight, seen parts of New Moon, I've seen it's in pieces of Eclipse, and I watched Breaking Dawn Part 1 and Part 2. But I have to say that the bits and pieces I've seen of Eclipse... That would be my favorite one out of all of them. Besides the the funnier and shit battle scene on part two. The battle scene was epic. I yep. will not hate on that battle scene. But it was just funny. Yeah, it, it gets stretched out there a little it bit. It does. 
And what cracked me up with the first movie was when they played baseball. Oh, yeah. Now the book is better. I've, seen. Like Just said, because you can't see them doing that. Right. I've got to actually read the books. Because I've, like I've said it before, I've heard amazing things about the books. I've got two of them right there. Eclipse and Breaking Dawn. I just, I've got other books ahead of those before I can read them. Maybe one day. One day. I'm not going to compare them to the movies. That'll probably just ruin them. Yeah, it will. Uh, So, what's the next type of zombie? Romero zombies. There you go. That was my next one, too. The good ones. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think it is. Yeah, they are. They just because they, they actually learn. Yeah, that. yeah. They even, in the latter movies, they, last movie, they even learned to use fire just a bit basic. No, I'm thinking of City of Zombies. Hmm. What was it? Was it not, it's Day of the Dead when they were acting like normal people at a gas station, right? Yeah. I've I seen, forgive me, I've not seen all of Day of the Dead. Even, da, da, I think Day of the Dead, is that the one where they're also in the bunker? So I know Dawn is the mall. Day would have to be the bunker. I think so, and they actually teach one of them to use a gun. Yeah. And it, because they just keep on to him, then he actually does well. This zombie, then yeah. the asshole. You know, these always a. There's always an asshole. Yeah, always. Yeah. It's like a on Dawn of the Dead. It was the security guard. Yep. Even though he was badass at what he'd done at the at the, the end, end of the movie, of it, yeah. he was still the asshole. Yep. <clears throat> But yeah, Romero zombies. These are the zombies that are featured in, of course, Romero films. Um, you know, with the Romero zombies, Romero envisioned uh, his vision kind of pioneered the modern zombie upbringing. You know, they are the modern zombies that most of us know and kind of react to today. You know, those those are the ones that we usually see. Uh, you know, and they're. The Romero zombies are the ones that actually react to like light and sound, and they're unintelligent and they have that insatiable hunger. Yeah. Um, you know, for living flesh. Yeah. That's where I mean, Romero brought that to the cinematic so concept. Um, what was it? Kirkman and Romero's zombies, both, those two are the ones that have their zombies spread a disease through bites. bites. The bites yeah. don't yeah. cause them to turn into zombies. It just causes... It, allows, fa- it causes the death of the person. Yeah, it allows the virus to actually go into the person. The bite doesn't kill them, the virus does. Yep. Oh, yeah. Poppy's elbows. <laughs> that just sounds pain- painful. To me. Oh, but it feels fantastic. Oh, excuse me. Um... So, if you had to choose, which one would be your favorite? I, I mean, I'm pretty sure you're going to say Romero, but if they're, I, I, I'll put it this way. Which would win, Romero zombies or Kirkman zombies? Hmm. I don't know. It'd be a good one, I guess, because... Maybe a stalemate. It's hard to say. I believe in like just full on battle between the two. Romero zombies would probably whoop their ass because they're faster, you know, stuff yeah. like that. But survival wise, 
It was probably the Kirkman. Kirkman. Yeah. Because they're not, they're slow, so it takes them a while to hunt their food. Romero zombies are going straight for it, lickety split. So Kirkman zombies have the ability to actually stay longer. Yeah. So battle wise, Romero whooped their ass. Survival wise, Kirkman's Kirk. got him beat. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree with that one. Uh, and then you got the hoodie ones. <laughs> they live forever. Ever. Uh, another zombie is yeah. This is my last one that I actually had on. Um, the most fun ones that remind you of Chihuahuas, the crawlers, oh. <laughs> <laughs> the ankle biters, the ones that can't be seen. Yes, uh, they are disabled in their lower bodies, and if you don't pay attention, they are some of the most massive destroyers. And you see, you actually do see that more on a Kirkman zombies than any of them. Mm-hmm. You know, whether they're in there, the water or just crawling through the weed. The, yep. Like on the newer season, uh, they're they're searching for different warehouses for supplies and stuff, and they're going, getting ready to go through these fields. So they'll set a timer mm-hmm. on like a just a little kitchen timer. Yeah. And they'll pitch it out in the field, and they'll, when it goes off after a minute. They can see where the zombies stand up or start moving. That's awesome. That's so, a that's a that, good way. Yeah, it's very creative. Yeah. Huh. That's kind of like I like how on Zombieland when Woody Harrelson smacks that bell at the doorway, mm-hmm. and then that zombie pops out and pops him. It's like just that subtle noise will make you will make have, you aware make you aware if there's any zombies around. That's good stuff. Yes. Now. What is your favorite zombie movie? Ooh, that's a good one. Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead? Yeah. See, mine is Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. Yes. See, I've seen only bits and pieces of it. I'm not sitting down. Now, I like Zombieland. It's a fun one to oh, watch. Of course. But as far as the typical zombie zombie, that, well, that got crazy that time. Yeah, that's... I'll put it over there. Uh, I like that one. Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. Just because it's funner to watch. Yeah. As far as the movie-wise. Yeah. Yeah. Shaun of the Dead would be my favorite. And Zombieland is right there close to it. So, I mean, it's, that's what I would say. And, you know, if you if you wanted to get down to details, you know, you're talking about type. You, you've got tanks, brute, hazmat. If you want to even get down to the video game mm-hmm. jargon, you know, you tanks, brutes, yep. hazmat ones. Biological ones. Yeah. Even on The Walking Dead, they had one where uh, they was pouring metal over zombies and putting them yep. on the cages and stuff. Molten metal. Yep. Eugene had thought of that too. Making them. What about um, the animal zombies? See, the only time I've seen animal zombies is mostly in the Resident Evil movie. Yeah. Resident Evil Pet Cemetery. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, okay. They, there is another one. That was one of them cheap made ones. It shows a lion on it, and he's he's a half zombie out of a zoo. I know what you're talking about, but I can't think of the name of I've it. I've not watched it yet. So, I mean, yeah. can you imagine a zombie bad, a zombie bear? Kind of like cocaine bear. Have you seen that yet? No, but I want to oh. so bad. Okay, I went into that <laughs> talking about a zombie bear. Okay, I went into Cocaine Bear not realizing. I knew it was a co- comedy type of movie, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize to what level the gore would be. Yeah, 
And Joni actually watched it with me, and we was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and one of my biggest, what's, what's so funny about it, it's one of my biggest fears uh-huh. is being eaten alive by a wolf or a bear or something like that. And hell, that's why this starts off like, and you're like, I'm not going hiking no more. No, I'm done. <laughs> You gotta watch it though. Cocaine. I, I would. I want to see cocaine. As soon as I first ever first heard of it, I was like, because it's based off of a bear that's literally ingested cocaine in Tennessee. Yeah, and they, you know, it's based off a true freaking story. Yeah, for the most part. Of the course. the cocaine bear part. Yeah. yeah, I will say that is what's based the movie and the writers on this pulling that out and making this movie into what it is. I give them kudos for. Yeah. It. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, anyway, you just, of course, it's on a, what did I watch it on? HBO Max. See, I don't have HBO Max. Uh, Ethan, let me borrow it. <laughs> I might need to do, like, the free trial thing and then cancel it. I run out of emails. Right. <laughs> so I thought about doing it for a long time, just constantly making emails. Yeah. Because <sighs> it's not stealing if they let you do it. No, it's not. <laughs> That's just a lot of emails to keep up with. Because most of the time it's like 30-day trial, so you have to create one email every month, 12 times a year. I mean, I guess you could do like, you know, kind of like Creator's Dementia. Start out with Creator's Dementia, and then <laughs> next month, Creator's Dementia 1, then Creator's two. Dementia 2. <laughs> just keep going. Eventually, you might lose track, though. Yeah, that's... Have you have you seen iZombie yet? I love iZombie. I've seen, oh I've my not gosh. seen it. I have seen it like over and over again. I've not seen it. Actually, I discussed this that last time too. The first time I ever heard of iZombie, didn't want nothing to do with it mm-hmm. because of the way it was. Zombies do not do what they were doing in that show. I'm like, they're supposed to be flesh eating freakazoids with no morals, just hunger. But when I sat down and finally started watching Eye Zombie a couple of years back, it's my favorite zombie show ever. I love it. The whole supernatural take that they make with with uh, visions and stuff like that. It's it's magnificent. Uh, well, you know, I might have to back up. Have you ever seen The Crazies? Yes, I love The Crazies. Okay. Now, some don't consider them zombies. But after they get this Trixie virus, mm. the only reason I know it's called Trixie is because I watched it the other day. Oh, the crazies? The crazies. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a biological weapon that was created, and they've taken it to get destroyed. And then the plane crashed. The crane flash. The crane flashed. <laughs> yeah, yes! <laughs> the, the plane crane crashed. Plashed. The crane plashed. <laughs> it happens all the time. Yeah. When it happens, zombies happen. Yes. Uh, of course, you know... They don't lose in the, their any intellectual types of controls for weapons, vehicles, or anything like that. Mm-mm. Their only goal is to kill non-crazies. Yeah. And that I, I really liked that the other day. Yeah. That was that's a very interesting take because I even though they look like your typical zombie, you know, from the beginning before the complete deterioration, yeah. they. Are more along the lines of just why is she barking? Mm-mm. 
watch this it's gonna get picked up and I moved up here just for that specific reason mm. uh, stupid stupid dog I'm gonna take all this out <laughs> it's all right but yeah I, I liked it too you know it kills the host within 48 hours but yeah. and it shows that you see this on uh, World War Z that um, certain parts in uh, the crazy it shows the the crazy the zombie person mm-hmm. standing still yeah until yeah. they see somebody that's not infected yeah oh Joni's here that's why oh okay so <laughs> is the door unlocked <laughs> I don't know a plotful moment yes but yeah uh, you know in uh, in World War Z when there was no stimuli around or anybody that wasn't infected the zombies went into like a static environment they just just started doing pacing or just quit moving yeah uh yeah and you know we never got a second installment to the crazies no and the way it ended there should have been one. Oh, i know it because it, it said containment started yes or yeah engaged quarantine, quarantine yeah. engaged and it was on the big city yes because she said doors locked oh okay you keep talking <laughs> i'll go let her in if I can actually get out of this spot. I'm coming, Joni. Don't worry. Oh, that sounds creepy as hell. <laughs> I was like, that does not sound like him. I'm here. Y'all heard that, didn't you? That's his Friday night voice. That's right. Okay. Now, since I'm alone and we can talk for a moment. No, I'm just joking. Uh, but, yeah, I think me and Bradley was talking about the crazies. You know, many people don't consider them... Uh, Zombies, I do because they fall in like the, the only difference is is they're not made by the T, T virus or a virus of the Resident Evil, but uh, now Joni asked me if we was doing the dirty because he had the front door locked. No, but uh, the crazies he asked what's favorites is crazies would probably be my number two with Donna Dead being number one. Um, yeah, you know, you can get so dug down into these questions that you lose where you're at, and that's what we tend to do sometimes. But I hear him coming back. I thought he was. So what y'all want to talk about? Questions? Um, like he's going to hear on this, send out your questions. Let us know what you want us to talk about. We tend to get long-winded, which makes it fun. So he's going to do little snip picks and just put them on social media. That way you can get small versions of what's going on. Ah, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Did he swap out with you or something? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to take it over from here. <laughs> this is cool. Yeah, he's got him a little room up here. Neat. We're just about finished. Oh, okay. Well, I just got done. Oh, good. Cool. So we were just talking about, you know, we watched the crazies the other night. You remember watching that? Yeah. And that's what. <laughs> There's your co-host or the host. Yeah. This is now replacement for Bradley. This is called Putang, right here. <laughs> Putang. I don't think it liked it. No. Sure no, but uh, yeah, Joni watched the crazies with me the other night. So. I slept through most. Of it. Uh, she slept through most of it, but 
That's considered one of my top favorite zombie style movies, which they're not considered. I was taking over. I say, go ahead. I'm the new host. You, you take you take my thing. Talk for a while. Oh sure. I started saying. <laughs> I started saying. Putain came in. Oh, thank you. Ramification. Come here. He's taking Putain out of it. Y'all, you're locked in here with me. I'm scared. <laughs> Star says she said the door's locked. Y'all doing the dirty? I was like, what's going on in there? Painting each other's toenails. Podcast. Mm. Uh, and Podcast. We, we got the green lights are going too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Uh, even got a talk bar now. But no, I just finished up talking about the crazies and Putang getting up in your chair. And, and, you, and you know what I still haven't done? There is no telling. I haven't recorded a short. I, you know, I was just thinking about that. <laughs> oh, was it paused? No, it wasn't paused. Uh, 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 doing clips of it. Oh. Yeah. It was told to... For... Can you record off of the video or anything? Like, I can take clips off of this, but it takes forever. So, that's why I like... Bam. Put the phone up. Or Fucking. Yeah. There we go. Okay. So what's next? <laughs> I think by the time you did the shorts, we about covered it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> kind of forgot we, there. Yeah, at least we know what's next week, though. Yes, we are going to be discussing movies. Uh, what was the whole concept of that one? To pick a movie. Each of us to watch. Yeah. And to break it down. Break it down. Yes. I'm going to write that down so I don't forget. I, I, I made a little note right here. Yep. <laughs> uh, and, and not a movie like, well, you know what? You know what we need to watch? Twilight. <laughs> I hate you right now. <laughs> I'm not watching Twilight. No. Uh, uh, what's the second Twilight movie? New Moon. New, we'll watch New Moon. I don't want to watch New Moon. It's <laughs> thirty minutes. It's a thirty-minute montage of it going January, February, March. Just get past that. Point I, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> like I said, I'm a fan of the Twilight series. The books more so than the movies, but it's all good. Uh, I think it should be a movie that has no clear, definite ending. You know what I mean? Answer. That's the one I'm going to Oh, guess. my God. Uh, whatever you do, do not watch Don't Blink. I don't think we've seen it. That movie does not have an ending and doesn't make any damn sense. It'll piss you off. Hmm. <laughs> we may have. It's got the dude from 90210 in it, I think is what it's called. In, it, it was Insidious. Was it the one Insidious with Ethan Hawke in it? And it was really good, but the ending, the last 40 minutes of it just kept going and going. And I told Joni, I said, I, I, lost, I checked out, you know what I mean? Cause it right. went on. Because I know what they was going for. It's like I to talked earlier. They was really trying to drive home the creepiness of how he's mentally becoming, un spoiler report, uh, becoming mentally unstable because of this. Then all of a sudden, it ends. Or it it comes up with the ending that should have been forty five minutes ago. 
So the whole concept of that movie is him just becoming nuts. Well, it's it's a spooky type of movie. Like I know, when I saw previews of it, it was it was like a demonic being with a white face and long black hair, right? I think so. He so, like saw uh, it first on like a home movie. They yeah, found in the attic. That's it. Okay. See, he kept what he he thought he destroyed the movie. Like I said, it's been a long time. Yeah. Now, this tells you how well the movie stuck with me. It's not the story of the movie that stuck with me. It's the story of how he just kept... It took them 40 minutes, what it felt like 40 minutes, to spin how he's starting to break down. Because one of the things is, what was in the movie would always drive the watcher crazy into killing his family, I think. And it was showing that he thought that he had escaped it, and it kept coming back, coming back, coming back, coming back. And it just took forever. Was it called Insidious? Was it Insidious? There is an Insidious. It may be, it may like be a, Insidious like part two. There, yeah, there's another one. It's Ethan Hawke. I don't yeah. Time to pull up the old trusty Google. Yeah. But that was me. In the meantime, enjoy this elevator music. I'm in an elevator. <laughs> Insidious is sinister. Okay, I was gonna say it's sinister. I was like, Insidious isn't that like the whole red face, like like a little kid and everything else? But yeah, Insidious is that one. It's the one where he's like trapped in a. Yeah, true crime writer Ellison Oswald Ethan Hawke is in a slump. He hasn't been a bestseller for ten years, and he discovers the existence of a snuff film. Showing the death of the family, he vows to solve the mystery. He moves his family into the victim's home, and therefore it starts breaking down a little bit. Okay. Sinister. Sinister. Yes. That's a, my bad, not Insidious. No, it, I, I was like, I guess where Insidious was something dealing with like an exorcist and something like it, it that. It is. It's the one that played a... Uh, See, it's like the little kid that gets... Is that the one where the little Yeah, like gets, he gets possessed and crap. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's insidious. Yeah, this this one is sinister. When I read the synopsis it said Ethan Hawk on it and he finds that snuff film that shows his fam- that family being hung outside. So that's creepy. Right, yeah. Like ooh, okay. Yeah, it's, so. it's it's very good story. They just could have wrapped it up right. quicker. That's me. Yeah. yeah. Because that's where my phone is vibrating again. <laughs> But yeah, but I say we pick a movie that I don't know. It's up to you. Uh, okay. Well, how about this, Johnny? What movie should we watch and break down for the next episode? Um, Allie always talks about the Babadook. Like she loves it, and a lot of people. The Babadook. What's like it's supposed to be one of those that like either you love it or you hate it, yeah. and it's like kind of a mental now, now, thing too. Ba- Babadook. Babadook. I've never heard of that. I've ne- I've heard her talk about it, but I've never that that would be a, a good strange one. movie. But... All right. What so, is the name? These one I heritage. What? Oh, Babadook. I don't know if I spelled that right, but, <laughs> but yeah, it's like. Uh, is that the name of the heritage? Uh, or? Inherit- oh, what is it called? Do you know what I'm talking about? What is it? Oh shoot. I don't think so. I don't either. Are you talking about the one where the girl gets her head? Yeah. Uh, I don't even watch it. I didn't like it. Hereditary. Hereditary. Yeah. I just didn't like it. But the Babadook would be a good one. Babadook. 
B A B B A D O. Okay. I've never even heard of it, so yeah. <laughs> she says a lot of people don't like it mm-hmm. because it's hard to follow. And it's one of like them, it's, it's one of them B B movies. Like it has a deep meaning or something, but I don't know. You just kind of have to. I don't know. Okay. I think it's like kind of metaphorical for something like the bad book itself. It's, it's, it's kind of like a mental disorder type thing, but I don't know. The Babadook. From what I gather from her, I've never seen it. It's a horror thriller. Okay, a single mother plagued by the violent death of her husband battles with her son's fear of a monster lurking in the house, but soon discovers a sinister <laughs> presence all around her. Okay. This was released back in 2014. Yep. That's it. Iron 32 minutes long. Good deal. The Babadook. As a good one. It. You know what I would love to watch, and it's actually on Amazon. The Black Phone. That is good. Yeah. I, I want to watch That's it. That's another good one. Ethan Hall. Yep. That's a good one. Make you try to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Which we've seen it. It's really That's that's one movie I do want to watch. It's a good one. Okay, so. On the next episode of Curious Dementia, we are going to be discussing the Babadook. I'm going to break it down. You may hate it. I don't know. May love it, may hate it. Well, there was one movie me and Mary watched, uh, Uma. Oh, yeah. Freaking horrible. Well, that's like Mother. Yeah. Have you seen it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was odd. Yeah, it was, yeah. But you couldn't, like, stop watching it because you just, like... Where is this going? Yeah, or Into the Tall Grass. Have you seen it? I haven't seen that one. It was good for a while, then it would just... just, Yeah. What? Just took a big crap on the ending. See, I've not seen The Mother either, either, so... I think I actually watched Mother in theaters. It really got me in it. Like, I was so invested in it, and then as it kept going, I was like, what the heck? Yeah. And you couldn't, like, quit watching, and then when you... When it's over, you're like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was that? Yeah. I mean, it's it's good and bad. I don't know how to explain it. I, I wouldn't say it's a good movie, but... there There's a lot of movies out there recently that's like that. It's like it starts off, you're like, oh, this is going to be great. And then just hits that one point, you're just like, I wasted an hour for they this. Go, yeah, they just go yeah. We, we even watched, something. not the one we watched before, Cocaine Bear. <laughs> I can't uh, remember the name of it. Mm. Oh. We watched and we was like... Can't believe we're still watching this. Yeah, what was that? Um, but it was one of the movies that wasn't good, wasn't bad. Right. But you just wasted two hours watching it. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Oh, one of the best movies you you'll you'll watch as far as storyline if you can get it all together because uh-huh. it, it tends to skew a little bit. Uh, we watched this a few years ago. I actually watched it on a pirated. <laughs> a copy like it, and, yeah. Uh, Burnt. And I was going to go to theaters and see it, but we just never did. Joni hadn't didn't know about it. She had heard about it. Uh-huh. I think it sort of got her into. But it's got one of the one most thrilling. It's got it's got love interest. It's got fights. It's got battles. It's got character growth. It's got death in it. It's it's got an emotional death, man. That when you see it happen, you're like, they just took the main character out of this. Almost like you're, just, almost like some of your creation. <laughs> yeah. But uh, 
I kill my main characters. <laughs> Uh, but they seem to the, come back. The name, this is called uh, Twilight. <laughs> I had you vested, didn't I? Mm. <laughs> I can sell a barbecue if you want. You went rogue. <laughs> I'm done. But, yeah. <laughs> Don't forget, he's got merch on. <laughs> Red bubble. Yep. There you go. Got it on today, under my my vest. Uh, yeah, and nothing about this says Twilight, so we're good. No, no. But I, I think we about whooped the zombies today. Yeah, yeah. That was. So now you know about zombies. Uh, if you want to write them, make a film, anything. The story is yours. I mean, yes. you can go anywhere with it. And with all the examples and information that we have just given to you, you can literally take zombies anywhere you like. That's the great part of being a creator. Yeah. I forget yeah. Twilight. Gosh damn it. How many times do you have all that Twilight in every podcast? Every time. Every, every time. Every time. Yeah. Every time. I think you're just going to have to do it. Like, well... What I'm going to have to do is I'm going to actually have to just read the books. Read the books. Maybe I'll have a great appreciation. Cause Don't watch the movie. Read the book. Yeah, it is better. I appreciate the movies a lot better. You've even got the official. Yeah. You've even got the official. I've got Twilight the illustrated guide. guide, yes. But see, the, the thing is, the library was having a sale. Fit oh, okay. all the books in a bag for a dollar. I've got them all. I spent $3 on three big-ass bags of books. books. That's where all my John Grisham and James Patterson come from, too. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, they got wet. Yeah. In the basement for it. Yeah. I've got the latest one. What's it called? Midnight Sun. Midnight Sun. Yeah, there's a new one. It's and from I'm Edward's perspective. It's good. It's just... What's the... <laughs> what's the... Net, the little name, the compa- the companion, the name of the companion book, the life of the short life of, of uh, Bree Bree Tanner. Bree Tanner. Tanner. I said Bree Larson. So it, <laughs> Captain She's Marvel. Captain Marvel. Oh yeah. <laughs> so knowing that you've read the books and seen the movies, which one's Bree? She's a newborn that's in eclipse. That I was right. You were okay. I couldn't remember. Yeah. She was at the very end with the battle scene, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. She didn't fight or anything. She was hiding. Yeah. Not yes. Okay. So I, I was right. Yeah. Who played her? I don't know who don't. that girl is. I don't know what her name is. Huh. Oh, <laughs> so I thought of an interesting story. I know we'll have to wrap this up soon, but... uh. I start. I thought of an interesting story. It just came across in my head the other day. So, it's a mixture of Hunger Games, but with supernatural things. And uh, have you ever seen uh, what's it called with, with Ethan Hawke? Uh, it's a world full of vampires. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, <clears throat> I I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Um, I, I want to say Unbreakable, but that's Bruce Willis. No, it's not it. Uh, but anyways, say the world is ran by the supernatural creatures, and you know humans are just kind of wandering around. They're not an important part of the world, but they keep it going along with the, these creatures. And every four years, kind of like presidential elections, they will... Daybreakers. Uh, daybreakers, thank you. Uh, 
they will elect a different supernatural creature to run the world, not necessarily just the country. So, say, in the election, it's a vampire that's in office. They have to orchestrate a Hunger Games scenario of creatures from different factions, including a human, to go in there and battle. And whoever wins, that's who's going to run the world on the next election. Like, say, if a human hmm. wins, then the humans are going to run it. Hmm. Werewolf wins, the werewolf's going to run it. I don't know why that just popped in my head the other day. Pretty interesting. But I've got like four other books I gotta write, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's amazing the ideals that just. For, yes. Pop. Like we was talking about earlier before we got up here. Mm hmm. Yeah. Well, it, it'll take one per. I sort of hinted on that this morning about Joni. The Rainbow Witch. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you should honestly just call your character the Rainbow Witch. <laughs> you know how, how you know how in the book it, it's uh, celestial witches, witches and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So yeah. what that's my that's my remembering way yeah. by saying that like that. So. <laughs> the Rainbow Witch, I love it. That's that's the character literally needs to be the Rainbow Witch. Rainbow Witch. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, is she all glittering shit? Hell no! <laughs> it's just her hair. <laughs> But yeah. Uh, anyways, I guess that is it for this episode. That is uh, it. We have talked about zombies. We have talked about movies of zombies, shows, lore, answered some questions from some awesome people, made some shorts, even though I forgot. So, if, if you've noticed the questions y'all send in, me and Brad, when Bradley reads them and I read them, we get two totally different interpretations we of do. that question, and it makes it better. I mean, it's. I mean, that's. No, no sides wrong. No, but uh, just send them in. Uh, we'll try to answer on the best of our ability, whether it's right or wrong. D- different opinion on 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 our abilities there. Yep. Oh man. But for next week, we're going to watch. Not next week, but the next next, next video. Recording. Next recording is the Babadook. The Babadook. So that means I got to find it. Is it on any streaming service, or, do, or am I going to have to buy this one? It used to be. Maybe on Redbox. Well, so if you want to watch this movie too, yes, um, do it. You've got two weeks till the next recording. Yes, two so weeks from today. today. Today is Saturday. So if you want to watch it, then send questions in or send a statement of how you've seen something. That way it'll compare to what we're going to do in two weeks. It's on Tubi? I don't have Tubi. Tubi's free. Pluto, primetime subscription to YouTube. They're free. Well, premium subscription on Amazon Prime. So does that mean I, I can watch it because I'm an Amazon Prime member? Yes, I think so. Oh, snap. It's on Tubi. I've got Tubi on my phone. So I don't buy. have to buy it. I don't buy a lot of stuff anymore. I'm always broke. Well, you're going to be the post office man, so. Yes, post office. But anyway, watch the Babadook. The Babadook. Sending your questions about it, or or if you've got any questions that you just want to ask us before we get started on the Babadook next week, send it to your creatorsdementia at gmail.com. Yes. Yes. I was reading this. It said, Why is Babadook Babadook so scary? One reason people have connected to this film on such a deep level is that the title character can stand for any kind of haunted past trauma or loss. 
something so powerful it can threaten to fundamentally change a person. I don't know why it says five there. The Babadook is a dark film about the power of the light. Hmm. I guess we'll find out what the light is. Yeah. I don't know. Oh. It says it's like Stephen King's adaptation, Shining Veil. Better not read too much. No, because I'm going to ruin it for myself. So I need to, I need to quit. I think that's not reading good. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to sit there and I'm going to get about 30 minutes in time about why. Yeah. <laughs> well, before we completely go, my brother Scott was always into these weird ass movies. I had I, There's this one that had a, what's his name? He's from Twister. He, he passed away. Bill Paxton. Uh, not Bill. Not, not Bill. Uh, uh, de- uh, Rusty. Rusty. Yes. What's his actual name? Don't know. He's in the Hunger Games, too. Yes, he was. I want to say it's like Hoffman or something like that. Dustin. It's not Dustin Hoffman. So, see, I'm completely wrong on that one. Philip. Uh, well, his name was. Philip Seymour? I think so. Seymour Hoffman? Philip Seymour. Hoffman. Yep. Boom! <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes. Uh. It's a weird-ass movie. He was a screenwriter. And the whole time he was creating this movie, it was supposed to be like the best movie to ever exist. And it took him like 80 years writing it. And every time he'd write it, it, it would play it. You know, he was a character in it. And I don't, it was just fucking weird. And Scott loved that movie. And I didn't understand one bit of it. And he's like, oh, it's about, you know, how you're trying to strive for something. You can never get there, but you always got to place the effort. And I'm like, I still don't get it. This movie's weird. I didn't enjoy it, but he did, so I mean, I gotta appreciate it in some shape or form. Unlike Twilight. <laughs> you don't know what you're missing. <laughs> I, I was trying to. This is the way. Hey, this is the way. This is the way. This is the way we check out. <laughs> this is the way we check out. But yes, thank you for tuning into this episode of Creators Dementia, all about the zombies. Uh, if you have a favorite zombie lore, zombie show, zombie movie, zombie story, please let us know. Um, I do have a story on Kendall Vela that I kind of just quit messing with, and I need to get back to. It's called 24 Hours in the Zombie Apocalypse. It's actually, it's actually pretty good. Is it? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I got to continue it. I just... I've kind of went through the whole doubting process again with my writing. So I haven't touched anything. You know what makes... Well, do you know what helps that? What right. actually makes it worse? <laughs> Not to write. Not to write. Yes, it does. It does. And that's I've preached that many times. Always remember why you do the passions that you do. And just sometimes you just can't help but fall into that pit. And you're like, why do I do this? Well, it's like we was talking about downstairs. I keep messing with my glasses. It's like downstairs was talking about the new ideals that we'd had. Yes. <laughs> And if we, I we can't go. put my glasses back on. That's that's why I quit doing that. <laughs> but uh, I couldn't get them through these headphones. You know, if I, it would probably come together with a couple of handful of ideals I have right now. If I just start writing, mm-hmm. you know, if if I just start putting it to, I'm not doing it to paper no more. Heaven, that slowed me. Oh my gosh, but if I just put it to the computer screen, yeah. It's another short. <laughs> and uh, it's another sh- it's another short. I think it would take and it would just start filling out. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, like my mid grade novel that I've been working on since freaking October. 
I got, I know how I wanted to do it, but I'm stuck again because I'm not, I'm afraid it doesn't make sense. And it's pissing me off because <laughs> I, I should have got it done within a month because it was only supposed to be like 25,000 words, like just a little novella for kids that are 12 and under, basically. Mm-hmm. And I can, I mean, hell, I pulled off that short story with 25,000 words within a week for that Remembering William 25,000 words. Yeah. In a week. I was surprised as hell. And I got it done the day it was due. Uh, hmm. For the Remembering William that's coming out next month. See, it, it's like this one, this new one that I'm getting ready, want, wanting to start. I only want it to be the same size as the previous one. Mm. So I don't want to be too ambitious with it and just get too much going. Yeah. Because I, I, like you said... I'm afraid I'll get a quarter halfway through it and just quit. And just quit, and, just quit yeah. and that's time that I put into it. Yeah. Well, you know, it's kind of like my third Zed's book. Been working on it ever since I released Zed's Wayward Son. Still ain't even know where I'm getting it done. Because I'm stuck. I don't know where to take it. No. I know where it's going to end, and I know how it began. It's just always the middle part to where I can just link shit up and make it make sense. I'm at that point where I'm just like, uh, <laughs> well, and that and that honestly could be my downfall to why I don't sell so many. Because people's like, well, he ain't gonna get this one done for like five years, so we'll just wait. Just anticip- <laughs> anticipation of it. Yeah. But I, I'm I, I'm a firm believer. If if I could get it going, it's gonna fill up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's gonna help me clear it out a little bit better. Yeah. Because I think I know where I want to start. But it's just that confidence of, you know, you know five people's reading it. And then i got to look at it that way. If five people reads it, that's all matters. Right. I don't care. you got, you got them five people. Yeah, it's just, hopefully it's just something somebody can enjoy. Yeah. Like listening to us talk about zombies or mm-hmm. talk about the Babadook next week. Babadook. Babadook. I mean, at least we know for sure that three people have enjoyed your book, no matter what. I'm I'm one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Brie and Brandy from Five Star. Now she's the one that sent in the question. Brie, yeah, yeah, okay, yep. No, I mean, there's that. (laughs) (laughs) Then we'll have three for the next ones. That's right. I'll be right here, waiting, impatiently, like I tell everybody else whose books I'm waiting on. Like I said, I've still I, I skimmed over that one I had about the. I don't even know what you'd call it. But the only thing I like on it is Mm -hmm. just wrapping up the last 30-minute read part of it Mm. and just closing it up. I've got the guy that's witnessed all of it standing looking out the window. Mm. Okay. And that's where I'm at. I don't know. Well, that's a whole different story. (laughs) Uh, Don't want to even go get it in. We'll last on here for two hours. Yes. Two more hours. Two more hours, yes. But Uh, uh, next week, the Babadook. uh, Next recording, yeah. Next recording. Well, not next week. Next recording. Next recording, uh, the Babadook. It will be next week by the time you see this. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yep, because this will be released next Friday. Uh, So, yeah. um, That's it. I guess we're done for the day. For the week, for the two weeks, whatever you want to call it. Yep. Oh, wow, I'm just so damn thirsty. I've been drinking water. About 10 more seconds, I'll pick it right back up. And that's not even the good water. This one's the good water. 
I like my great value water. Mm. But yeah, that's not the topic. So <laughs> thank you all very much. Uh, sorry for the ramble, but it's what you do when you do what we do. We ramble, ramble, and go off in different directions to figure yeah. out why in the hell we do what we do. We're that awesome. That's all you guys say. That is it. <laughs> Thank you guys very much for tuning in to Creator's Dementia. I am scratching my ankle, so you might not see my face. Um, like, uh, get We release an episode every two weeks um, until the point where we just say, fuck it and go. But right now, we're not saying that, so you're lucky. And um, If y'all have any questions, please feel free to send us a message at creatorsdementia at gmail.com. Don't forget Alan's book. Uh, I showcased it earlier during this video. Um, Broken Dagger, Lucifer's Contract. Um, he's working on the second installment to the Broken Dagger series. I am slowly, slowly figuring out the storyline for, I'll go ahead and give you guys the title for it, Ashes of Eden, the second book for the Legion series. Um, and... Like I, we were talking about earlier, I'm still working on the mid-grade novel. Screw you, truck! <laughs> God! If y'all want to give me money to soundproof this room, I would love that. I'd appreciate it. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> and Hidden Hollow Productions is trying to venture out a little further. Um, I know I started doing Dead by Daylight Gaming on the computer. I only made one episode of that. Eventually, I might get back to it. We will see how things go. I need a bigger system right there. I got too much shit on it as it is. And I'm actually going to record a music session here pretty soon. Oh, I didn't know you sung. No, not me. No. Hell no. You don't want a dying donkey on here. Shit. Uh, <laughs> now, Dylan is, and Isaiah, the ones I play D&D &D with, or did play D&D with, we haven't played in a while. They're going to come up here and record a song. Okay. Um, I know we're going to look into making skits. Yeah, I remember you talking about that. Yeah. Do like a newscaster thing. Fake news. Fake news. And the universe behind us. It's is. cloudy today. It yeah. is. It is. But thank you all very much. God bless. Hope you have a great weekend, great couple weeks. Um, we will see you back here on the next recording. So for now, Demented Creators, out.